Thought Bubble Audio. And welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk to you about the CW's hit TV show, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is my three-in-one Kryptonian alien friend, Tim. I did not think this through. Hi. No, you didn't. I <laughs> am the tri- I am the trinity of this podcast, Frank. You are I... my invisible belt force field. I am the Alpha and the Omega, and whatever Greek word fits in the middle of Alpha mm. and Omega. Yeah. Delta, perhaps? That one should Peter, work, yeah. which is not a Greek word. You know, whatever. Nope. There's so many options, uh, Frank. <laughs> Hi. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I good. am good. Um, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 so we've, we've only got one more... One more week of Supergirl, man. Season three is is rapidly coming to a close. It is coming to a close. Frank, I was just thinking this last night. I loved the break in the middle because it allowed us to breathe while making this podcast. But I'll that tell is true. You, but I'll tell you, doing a TV show podcast as we're nearing the end of June, yeah, challenge. It's challenging, Frank. I know, man. It's but like yeah. it, it's like all the other shows are over, and this one is still on. It's it's. And not just the I, CW shows. I mean, like, like all of television is basically over, and this is the right. last, the last man standing. I feel like that kid in class where like the bell has rung, and they're still like, "No, I'm still taking the test. I'm not done yet. No, five, five minutes." And the teacher's just like closing the, like closing and locking the door, turning off the lights, and you're still there. Like, I'm, I'm still writing. I'm still writing my essay. Yeah, they're yep. like still scribbling while the teachers come around collecting papers. Like, mm-hmm. yep. very, that, very last second. That's how I feel. Everyone's looking yeah. at us, going, <laughs> "You're still, you're still working." I know, like, right? Shut up! I got to appreciate Supergirl longer than you appreciated the Flash. <laughs> it's true. Shut up! It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Meanwhile, I haven't, I haven't finished. I have a couple episodes of Arrow still left. I have like one or two episodes of the Flash left, and I have like most of Black Lightning sitting on my DVR. So that's I that's st- stuff for me to watch this summer. Uh, Black Lightning is the only one that I haven't finished yet, mostly because it's not connected to the other one. So I right, don't, right. I don't feel the urgency. I get the that. same way. That's kind of why I let a pile up. I was like, well, I'll watch this in the summer when I have time. Um, and Arrow, same. Well, m- more my thing. We're back on uh, the Academy Rewind schedule, so I've got a bunch. Of, oh yeah, um, a bunch of Best Picture movies to watch that has been that has taken hold. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah back in back in the swing. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. Yep. What we should no we should be back in the swing for checking some emails. Yes, sir. Like, yes, indeedy. Let's swing into that mailbag. Let's swing right in. Uh yeah, people have swung into into our inbox at uh supergirltvtalk at gmail dot com. And uh we've gotten we've gotten a few of them actually, quite a few this week. Um so many that I, I started just, just responding to a few folks uh in the email because I knew that I wouldn't be able to read all of them. Um, we got a, a lot of quality stuff this week, so thank you to everybody who wrote in. Um, this one comes from Daniel, who says, you said that Sam saw Singing in the Rain when she dropped her glass, um, you know, when she was watching with Ruby last week. Do you possibly think that the word rain in Singing in the Rain would be a trigger word for rain to come out? Just curious. That's a, a kind of a cool a cool concept. I, I don't Definitely. know if that's if that's what they intended, but it's kind of a cool Easter egg, if nothing else. 
it's a, it's a good question. I don't. I think the Kryptonians probably wouldn't use that. They would be, you know what I mean? That would be funny if, like, oh if no, they got we the love, reference. Yeah, we love Gene Kelly. Oh, man. the man is. Listen, listen. We may hate everything about you and want to wipe your culture off the planet, but that man is a saint. That's right. He can stay. He can stay because he's Gene, freaking Kelly. I mean, come on, American treasure. He is an American treasure. Indeed, I thought you were like I thought you were saying like you know the film American oh. Treasure, <laughs> American in Paris. In it. Yeah, that's why I was really like that's not the name of the movie. That's not what it's called. In. You just combine the treasure of Sierra Madre with an American <laughs> in Paris, and Gene <laughs> Kelly was not in the treasure of Sierra Madre. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, I think that's anyway, a, that's a cool. That was a cool little uh, Easter cool egg Easter that Daniel egg. pointed out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very cool. Yeah. So thank you, Daniel. Um, this next one comes from Renee. Renee says, um, "Koval is pathetic and a slimeball rat. He rides on the coattails of the evil gals." Anyway, the cape work of Kara and Monel while fighting Rain before Sam was released. I'm glad they were able to release Sam from Rain, but I think that they're going to be put back together whether Sam likes it or not. Um, mm-hmm. that seems to be the way that we're moving, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's that's sort of the ultimatum that Selena put out there, right? Is that like it's it's only one of them can survive. Um, now whether whether they need to be reunited for that to happen is unclear right at this point, I suppose. But but yeah, that that could be that could be what's going on there. Um, so that's that was Renee's theory, and then she said some very nice things. Renee said some very nice things about uh, our our podcast so thank you very much that was very kind of you um and uh this last one is really fun this one comes from liz liz says to continue the dinosaur tangent from last week i was actually listening to your dinosaur tangent as i was driving to a fossil dig for my college class on alabama dinosaurs that's awesome it gets better i found a vertebrae belonging to a mosasaurus the creature that ate indominus rex at the end of jurassic world yeah, I have a I have a um, mosasaurus tooth. Actually, there you go. That's sorry, so cool. Sorry, this has nothing to do with Supergirl. Just a happy coincidence that I'd let y'all know would one hundred percent tune in for Dinosaur TV Talk. Oh, yes. So there it yes. is. Now we have to do it. We joked about it last week, but now we have to do it. Frank, you know that. You know, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting very serious. You know. That I've wanted two careers in my life. One, I do pod- know this. One podcast host. No, just kidding. One <laughs> educator. Do yes. that now. Check. Yes. Second sure. career. Paleontologist. Really bad at science. Don't do that job. <laughs> <laughs> but you really want to. But I really still want to. Frank, I just finished reading a book for fun called The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs. Amazing. Literally finished it like two weeks ago. Amazing. This is You're- my life. You have no idea how happy I am with this email right now. You are ready for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I'm so ready for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom with its genetically enhanced dinosaurs that are not dinosaurs. And it's going to be super fun. Super fun. And you are very ready for it. And we'll probably talk about it on Pure with Geeks when the time comes. That is probably true. Probably true. Well, it, what's definitely mm-hmm. true is that all these folks were amazing for writing to us at SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com. Thank you one and all. Uh, and thank you to everybody who who uh, uh, I wrote back to uh, individually for, for your 
your time and your your thoughtful uh, your thoughtful notes. I wish we could read everyone's notes on the show, but we got to keep things moving along because we have an episode to talk about. Before we do that, I want to quickly um, I want to give a shout out. Um, I started a new podcast. Um, that I think a lot of folks might enjoy. If you like technology at all, if you're even just a casual observer of like, you know, you just like like your Samsung phone or your iPhone or whatever, um, uh, I have started a new show called the Untitled Tech Podcast with our friend Brent, who's been on on this show. Um, he's from Fans Without Borders and other shows on the Suicide Squadcast uh, network. And uh, yeah, Brent and I have uh, tried to start out this 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 tech podcast experiment we're gonna do it for a few weeks we did our first one on uh apple's wwdc announcements so the ios stuff that was announced uh last week and and so forth it's a lot of fun um we just sort of shoot the breeze neither one of us are like developers but we're just tech enthusiasts so we talked about the show uh we talked about the announcements and and uh had had a good time talking about it we would love we would love you to check it out and tell us what you think you can find it at untitledtechpodcast.com or anywhere you can find podcasts um it's uh, it's in all the places so yeah check that out that's my that's my new venture that was pretty good frank i enjoyed that um i actually listened to the first episode and i enjoyed it quite a bit thank you yeah we're gonna do it every other week so the first one's out now and there'll be another one out in uh, another week or so so that's cool. You're yeah. always a delight to talk to, you know. Well, thank you. Just so you know. Well, same could be said of you. In fact, I would like to talk to you so much that why don't we sit here and talk about the uh, latest episode of Supergirl, huh? Mm, I don't know about that, Frank. I don't think I've ever oh. done that before. Oh, well, let's try. Okay. okay. Um, Su- Supergirl season three, episode 22, entitled Make It Rain, premiering on June 11th, 2018, directed by Armin V. Kevorkian. Written by Ray Utarichit uh, and Cindy Lichtman. How does that? How am I doing so far? First time. So far, so good. Right? All right, sounds good. So we open up with the daughters of Jaboing Ru. Right? Uh, prophecy fulfilled. Um, do you know why I put a boing in there, Frank? You weren't even listening. <sighs> First sentence. I'm scared. Already. Why? So I was just told this recently. So you know how commas are placed in sci-fi and fantasy words to make them sound fancier than they really are? <laughs> Wait, commas or apostrophes? So says, apostrophes, not commas. Sorry. So, um, so somebody, <laughs> oh, no. so somebody says you should replace every apostrophe with with the word boing instead. <laughs> and so oh, it's, so instead of the daughter, the daughters of Jeru, it's the daughters of Jaboingru. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that being the name. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so so does that mean that like Jay Boing on Jay on Jay Boing's on? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, gonna, it's, that's it's gonna very get... it's very mm. complicated. I'm not doing it the whole episode. Yeah, I would hope not. I guess that also means that like Kira from Solo, a Star Wars story, would be like Kiboingra. Kiboingra. Yep. That's right. It gets really hard. It gets really complicated. Um my gibberish. My Boingrin. Yeah, oh, boy. It, yeah, it gets very, very complicated. It is like gibberish. But anyway, that's my fun bit. So the daughters of Jeru are like, we're on Earth now. Prophecy fulfilled. Um, and they try to use the Haranel to you know, make a new rain. You know, make it rain, if you hey, will. Hey. Because that's the title. And they're all like, ow, this Kryptonian substance on Earth is painful to us. <laughs> this hurts. And Koval's like, stop right there. It's me, K- 
Colville, I'm here to help you. And they're all like, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll use you while it's convenient. Exactly. And so meanwhile, back on Argo City, there's a hidden door in Selena's home, uh, and everybody kind of goes in, you know, uh, Supergirl and Monel and Allura. Everybody goes in, and they find the instructions on how to make world killers because they had seen that before in Thomas Coville's book. I love how there's, like, a recipe. Yeah. Um, Eye of Newt. No, wait. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yes, it's just like yes. that. Well, I mean, they are witches. That's basically... I mean, that is basically what's happening, yeah. You're not far off, I don't that's think. That's true. So Sam is not feeling well, and Ruby is like, you should tell me that you're not feeling well. And Sam's like, you're right, I'm not feeling well. And Ruby's like, I'm glad we cleared all that up. <laughs> I'm glad we could talk about this, Mom. Mm-hmm. So they need to go to the DEO for stuff, and they- they'll get there. In a couple I mean, of scenes, yeah. They'll get there. So, But Alex, meanwhile, is at the DEO not working, looking up adoption stuff. <laughs> She's just totally blatantly just looking up adoption. It's like, it's like all this like stuff happening to the world, and meanwhile, Alex is like adoption website. She's like babies. Um, I was on I, Facebook. I was looking up adoption stuff. Whatever. I didn't ask. Uh, I'm here to tell you that uh, my father's saying goodbye forever. Yes. Right. Well. Hmm. I I had something to say about the adoption stuff. So do you? It's think like Alex she was looking go- at like pets in a shelter. Now, no, but so I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, Alex is not a good candidate for adoption. Well, that's what she was talking about last week or a couple weeks ago, right? Where she was like, I live a very dangerous life. Maybe I shouldn't be a mom. Right. She she's a sing, she's a single woman who lives who who works and lives a very dangerous job. And I'm like, I don't know if like it takes a lot. It's a big process to get vetted by adoption agencies, and I don't know if Alex would make the cut. In well, John world. John was saying was saying, "Hey, if you want to be a mom, you can do anything you want. You'll be an amazing mom." That's true, which she would be. You don't work. For, she would be, but you don't work for the adoption agency, John. That Child Protective Services might might have some something to say about, like, yeah, but you put your life in danger every day. So how do we know this kid is going to be safe? right in a, in a different way than say like police officers do or firefighters yes. or something like that? Like Alex is attacked by aliens. At least once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. I don't know. You know, there's, there's, there's two schools of thought on that. You know, the the and the show kind of showed us both of her. She was sort of like, but what if? And he was saying, yeah, but you could. You're such an amazing person. You could pull it off. I think she could do it. I'm thinking if will the adoption agency let would they her know, do it? Yeah, would child right, services right. let they may that not happen. That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, uh, Myron has come to say goodbye. It's time for the reach in which. Um, Jean will kind of absorb all of the memories that Myron has, including all the memories going back in their family all the way to the beginning of Martian history, basically. Yeah, so I guess like every every like male in their family going back a certain amount like has has done the reach, so all that collective memory is there. Exactly. And and he ends up saying, you know, he's like I'm okay for doing this because home is not a place it is among those who are living and honoring you and i can die in peace because jean is loved and i thought that was very nice so nice beautiful. that i quote i quoted it um so he he's he's feeling okay because jean is going to be okay but jean is not feeling okay right he's, he's not happy Mm-mm. you know but at least 
But at least Myron, but at least Myron is happy, and that's a, that's important, right? So me, right, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, back on Argo, the sword of Jeru is missing, and the one who wields it will rain. They will make it rain. You see, that's why rain is named rain because she, you know, of the raining. You understand what I, you understand? I do. I do. I get it. It's because it's because of the precipitation, right? Exactly, exactly. You knew exactly what I was going for. I'm, we're simpatico, mm-hmm. Frank. Mm-hmm. We're so simpatico. The hologram of Selena pops up inside of Selena's home, and it reveals that Rain and Sam needed to be separated for the world killer to be more effectual because the um, spirit of Sam is too strong. The willpower that Sam has to fight back against rain was too strong so this should have the world killer should have happened and brought long it should have happened sooner than it did but sam just fought it off without even knowing it exactly and, and so for selena's plan to work she needed to separate sam and the world kill together which is why she gave the harunel in the first place because she was like well this is all going according to as i have foreseen and yeah so exactly. Mm-hmm. And so the this new rain coming back, it's not about kind of stopping crime or judgment the way the first one was, but it's, she's going to cause huge seismic catastrophes and they're going to terraform Earth into a new Krypton. Uh, another villain who wants to turn our planet into their planet. I know. Just, <laughs> it's just the th- but, you know. Th- Must be Tuesday. It must be Tuesday. Well, I mean, Supergirl, so it must be Monday. <laughs> but the, you know, all the, I guess all the, say, CW hero shows, or even just superheroes in general, they all their villains are equipped to, their plan always revolves around, not always, but a lot of time revolves around what the hero can handle. Right. Yes, exactly. So to have a, such a super powered um hero like supergirl she has to go up against a hero who's doing something really like proportionately huge right so like if if rain was on arrow and they were going to terraform the planet into new krypton he's not going to be able to stop them easily if at all but corruption in the mayor's office is yeah. something that supergirl really wouldn't be able to handle because you can't punch it right you know, <laughs> she can report on it i guess she can she can report on it which is a very it's a very different season finale <laughs> um, <laughs> her winning a like, pulitzer on her yeah, exactly. on her article on corruption in the mayor's office exactly so it's like you know they everything's geared towards what they can do so and then sure. a bomb goes off um in selena's home but it doesn't work you know because it's the beginning of the episode um, Sam is at the DEO, and it turns out that her blood cells are uh, mutated, and they're kind of reverting back to their Kryptonian form, and they're deprived of oxygen. And so Ruby gets this idea, well, well if she's Kryptonian, maybe the solar, you know, like maybe the sun energy, you know, will help her. And everyone's like, solar lamps, let's go, let's do this. Spoiler for later in the episode, doesn't work. I love how Ruby's the one that comes up with this and neither 
neither Lena nor Alex thought of it first. Like Ruby, I mean, granted, she comes up with it, with it pretty quickly, but they're both like, "Oh, great idea! Wow, what a good idea! We're gonna supercharge your cells." Like Maybe the twelve-year-old thought of it before the before the billionaire genius or the DEO agent. Maybe they did think of it, but since Ruby said it first, they were like, <laughs> "They're like good, good job." job. Good job. I, maybe that's it. There's your. There's some head cannon for you. Yeah. Um. Win. Min. Min. Win. Wow. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> Let's try that again. Mm, easy for you to say. Win. Meanwhile, that's harder to say than I thought it would be. Yeah. It was. Has been has been working on the um non lethal weapons for the DEO, and he creates this force field belt thingy. Which I feel like he just should, they should have had already. So, you remember Toy Story 2. You remember the opening sequence of Toy Story 2, the video game? And Buzz pushes the button on his utility belt and it puts a force field bubble around him and makes him able to fly? Oh my god. Yes. Yes. That's all I could think of as soon as this happened. Oh my god. That's right? genius. Right? I com- yep. That's awesome. I completely forgot about that from Toy Story 2. Man, I got to watch Toy Story 2 again. Such a great, great movie. movie. I loved that beginning bit with Buzz Lightyear when I was a kid and Preserg. So good. So great. Anyway, um Win gives uh Deimos, one of the agents this, you know, this belt. And and Win's I so I have a question. So Win's drawing it out. Right? Does Deimos look at his drawing and say that looks like Batman? Did he say that? I don't think he said that. He, he said that looks like something, and I could have sworn he said that looks like Batman. Oh, I, I'm, I didn't catch it. I actually meant to go back and check with subtitles today, and I completely forgot until staring at my notes right now. So, I guess I'm not going to check. Because we're already recording the episode. (laughs) Fair. And it's late and I'm tired. So, all acceptable um, reasons. All of them. Exactly. So, I'm not going to go back and check, but somebody can write in and tell us. That would be great. Yes. Yes. The reach, uh, which goes backwards through memory, it starts with with the most recent memories and and goes backwards, um, is going to give the entire Martian history to Jean in his brain. Which is kind of important for Jean since he's he's not really the last survivor, but he's the last one on Earth. Yeah, right, right, and, right. And so it's important to kind of log that information, especially since we know that he, from a couple episodes ago, he survives all the way up to the 30th century. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Or 31st century, I guess now. Um, sure, yeah, yeah, 31st, yeah. So that's pretty cool. So I am... I'm on board for Jean being smarter. I mean, yeah, not, right. Mm-hmm. Zorel, we learn, Car's father tried developing a portal to kind of save people from Krypton, but it didn't work. The re- it says he's the reason he's gone, which to me means he's definitely Cyborg Superman. Mm. So like mm. the portal, like the portal, like tore his body to bits. And then he ended up somewhere, and now he's part machine and part part Kryptonian. He's Cyborg Superman. I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you. That's interesting. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. They've mentioned him too much, and it's been way too vague about yeah. his death. There's no yeah. grave marker. We haven't seen it. And, you know, like, stuff like, it's her dad. You're right. telling me that she's not like, where is the grave? Can I see it? True. So, okay, so, but, so how do we square this with, you know, the the so-called cyborg Superman we've already seen on this show? You said, that's it, the so-called. That was not okay. cyborg Superman. That I was mean, I mean, we agree. wearing a mask, yeah. We agree that, I mean... I mean, I think even David Harewood said in some interviews, like, yeah, it was supposed to be Cyborg Superman, and then it kind of wasn't anymore, but we still called it that. I don't really understand it. So you think that they're just sort of making up for it now, and, and they're going to set it straight? Yep, I think they're going to make up for it and go with the new 52 version of Cyborg Superman. I'm all for that. That's that's better than what we got, in my opinion. I agree. And I mean, I like the Hank Hentros Cyborg Superman from the comics. It's an interesting villain, but... That's not what they really gave no. us in the show, which is fine because they were giving us other cool villains. I didn't yeah. need it. I much prefer David Harewood as the Martian Manhunter than Cyborg Superman. So I like from the get go. So I that doesn't bother me in the slightest. But I'm I like that they're maybe moving in a different direction unless he's not going to be Cyborg Superman and he's going to be an eradicator. Because oh, the eradic- yes. yes, because the Eradicator program was mentioned by Moran uh, a couple episodes ago. Right, right. So, yep that that would also be interesting. Gonna, maybe there's going to be a tie there. Either way, I think that's what we're moving towards, and I'm excited. Um, I'm on board with kind of either one of those. Honestly, I'm not sure which one I prefer. I have to think about it. Um, but yeah, I think you're right that he's he's conspicuously absent. And so he's got it. There's got to be some deeper meaning to that. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it, there's too much there. And I un, unless Alora is going to die next episode, I think there's a really interesting story in there with her and her husband not being really dead. And she's lying to Kara, but he's evil now and blah, blah, blah. There's like there's some good melodrama in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. Anyway. Uh, the daughters of Jaboingru make uh <laughs> they make uh, I'm not going to do it um they make a they make a rain again they make it rain again and she is a born from fire and for a, a hot second uh get it yeah, hot, hot. um for a hot second I thought there was going to be some flame bird action like we were going to go in that direction yeah we did talk about that last week uh when we saw in the trailer we did think it might be that but turns out yep. no. Turns out, no. Um, but they need the blood of Rain's sisters, which still exist at the DEO, to make this Rain whole. And so there's going to be some gonna be some break-ins at the DEO. Meanwhile, back at the DEO, speaking of, the sun lamps do not help Sam at all. In no. fact, she's just getting worse. Mm-hmm. And so... And so Lena's like, maybe the Harunel can be used to rejuvenate some cells. Who knows? Let's try it out. We're just spitballing here. So I mean, it's the best they can do, right? Mm -hmm. Indeed. Kara uses the crystals to contact the DEO because the DEO has some crystals stored in there because, you know, Kara used to talk to Hollow Mom, as we recall, back in season one. Right. That brings me back. That joke brings me way back. Seriously. Um, No kidding. So... 
Kara contacts the DEO using those crystals, although she looks like Allura, which leads to some hilarious hijinks with uh, with Wynn and Alex, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, anytime it's those two together, it's always, like, it's bound to be hilarious hijinks. That's true, but I like I really liked when not trusting the hologram, and he was like, "What yeah. was the name like, of your so, first cat?" I know, Streaky. Like, okay, but everyone knows that. Yeah, everyone knows Streaky. That was a great reference. Streaky is Supergirl's cat from the comics. For people who do not know, Streaky the Super Cat. Mm-hmm. It does have powers. There's remember Wednesday comics, Frank. I do actually. I've been thinking about it recently, and I, I might reread it soon. Uh, do you have the book, the big, the big oversized book? You actually gave me the big oversized book, I believe. Um, so yes, I have it, and and I recently dug up. I was I was going through and organizing my old like single issues, and I have I have all the single issues of that too. Wow, all the newspapers. That's cool. Um, Amanda Connor did a Supergirl story in Wednesday Comics, and Streaky, the Super Cat, was featured. That's right. That's right. I do remember that actually. Yeah. Yep, remember that being one of the better idea. stories in that in that book too. I agree. Amanda Connor is spectacular, genius so, at her yeah. job. So, anyway, so they can in, so they're gonna win, and Monel are gonna interface the two portals to get everybody back from Argo City back to Earth. Um, meanwhile, John is being sad about the Reach. <laughs> John is being sad. I I don't know what to add to that. He's being sad. Hey, John, what you doing? Being sad. How about you? Being sad. Okay, cool. I mean, they were touching scenes, but I don't have anything to, like, add on top of the fact that they happened. You know what I Mm, mean? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I have no great insight into those memories. But it's interesting that, you know, I guess Moran was so, he was fighting this for so long, or he was, like, fighting against his memory and now he's kind of like, nope, this is, and here we are. You know, we're passing everything off. Because he had been saying for a while, he's like, we're doing the reach. And Sean is like, I'm not ready. And Martin's like, too bad, we're doing the reach. Right, right. Fine. Like, sooner or later, you know the time is going to come because Marin keeps saying, like, it's we're getting close. We're getting close. I mean, like, he was the one that first didn't want to acknowledge that he was, you know, losing losing his faculties. But it eventually becomes so, so, you know, so real that he can't, uh, he just can't deny it any longer. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Jean is still sad. Anyway, Wynn and Monel are working on the portal, and Monel's like, so this is why I'm here. And Wynn's like, dude, cool, I guess. And me, and then over there, well, I guess they were not on speakerphone because they were having a loud conversation. Uh, Alora and Kara are talking about Monel, but there's not enough time. But basically, it's like there's some chemistry between you and Kara. Is like, well, that's a long story. I'm like, I would like to hear about that someday, which to me feels a little bit like foreshadowing. Like you won't get to hear that story, perhaps. Yeah, a little bit. But I'm not sure about that. I might be reading into that too much. I don't know. I think you might be right. You think so? I think mm. yeah. I mean, it's either <laughs> either we never will, or or it's gonna or they're gonna follow up on it. But like, it seems like a a a, a seed was planted. It's. I mean, it's, it's possible. But you know, when when characters say like, "We don't have time now, but we will later," that always to me reads like somebody's somebody's yeah, someone's gonna the die. Bucket. 
Yeah. Someone's kicking the Kryptonian bucket. Uh, so the daughters of Jaboingru attack the DE they attack the DEO. Um and they uh they're um spacing out and they're doing a bunch of stuff and it's they're attacking and stuff. I like that Alex is like gonna you gonna use my fun gun and then actually that the electrical net was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool actually. But my question is so they're getting rid of guns of the DEO and then Alex is like, but not my gun. Right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Although, are they get? I guess everything she. Well, no, I was gonna say everything she used the gun for was non-lethal, except that time when she shot one of them in the back with a Kryptonian bullet. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of hard to overlook. Yeah, I don't. That's interesting. I guess they haven't really moved all the guns away yet. That would because they're not because Wind doesn't have the non-lethal weapons to replace them yet. Right. But he's working on it with the shield and everything. Right, exactly. But at the same time, like, regular guns are useless against Kryptonians. So right, so they had to superpower their their armory there. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the shield, um, as we were talking here, I pulled up the captions on the episode, and it looks like Deimos says, uh, I'm I'm looking at the caption, he's drawing the, uh, he's drawing the symbol out for him, and he says, that literally looks like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Oh. Not Batman. Sorry. Okay. I thought he's I thought no, that's fine. I thought it was a weird throwaway. It like, would be a weird that's throwaway. A we- that's a weird time to introduce that name. So okay. That that makes me feel better. Just wishful thinking. What had the like the two like the it kind of looked like the cowl? No, I could kind of see what you mean, yes. Yeah. I didn't that's what I thought it was weird, but that's what I heard. So well, that's fine. Um Wynn is attacked by one of the daughters, and his shield holds out, which is good, against the heat vision, but then he is, but but it doesn't stop him from being thrown up against a wall and getting knocked out. So I'm not, so I guess it stops projectiles, but not concussive force? Right, or or at least maybe, it, you know, it's sort of like... um. Think of like like a Kevlar, you know, bulletproof vest. Like it, it you still feel the the blunt force of the the momentum of the object coming at you. I guess that's sort of what I, how it's supposed to work. That's true. So yeah, okay. So it's not stopping the momentum, I guess. Yeah, like it 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 stops yeah. it from breaking through. That it makes just, sense. You still feel the the motion of the of the object of the projectile. Not really though, because Demos punches Win with the force field, and Win doesn't react at all. True, but it's not moving as fast as a bullet. That's also or heat vision or a Kryptonian throw. So exactly, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I'm back on board. I wasn't off board, but you know, I'm back on board, baby. We talk through it. We talk through the pseudoscience. Exactly, pseudoscience is. You have to talk through pseudoscience. That's how it makes sense. We're nerds. That's what we do. Exactly. So Sam and Ruby are hiding in that. It hurts my eyes. Kryptonian cage thing. Yeah. Exactly. And Ruby is really good about it in that she kind of protects Deimos from being seen taking the blood, and and then Alex, you know, shoots one of the Kryptonians in the back with some Kryptonite weapon with a Kryptonite bullet, and then has some more Kryptonite weapons and blah blah blah. And that I assume is the Lena Kryptonite. 
guess? My guess is she's using kryptonite bullets that they already have at the DEO. But but they got rid of all their kryptonite. So I don't uh, know if that's true. Because then otherwise Carl would be like, you still have kryptonite. I'm upset about it. So, you know, I'm not really sure. Ah, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if... So as far as Kara, I'm, I'm losing track now. So as far as Kara knows, the only kryptonite on Earth is the stuff that Lena made. That's correct. The DEO doesn't even have a vault of it or the kryptonite control room or any of that anymore. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Be- because Superman made Jean get rid of it in season two. So if they have absolutely none, no reserves left, then yeah, I guess it would have to be Lena's. That's the only yeah, thing that makes I guess, sense. I guess so. It, you're right. It is tough to keep track now because it's like we have some, we don't have some. It's gone, but it's not gone yeah, forever. You know, I could see, I could see Kara being okay with the DEO having it because she would trust them. Where she was okay with the DEO having it all through season one and season two, right? And it's like they're a trustworthy organization that she works for, and that you know, like it's sort of like that's a controlled, a controlled uh, supply of it. Whereas Lena's, she's like, whoa, 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 I don't know. You know, if you're making kryptonite, like I don't know if I can. I can't control what, yeah, what you do with it. That's true. Like, what else you make it? Right. Stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Okay, so the Allura hologram tricks one of the daughters of Jeru into activating the portal from the other side on Earth, and Monel, Supergirl, and Allura all come through. So then, uh, and so they're all ready to take people down and take names and, you know, give them detention, whatever, whatever superheroes do. And, those uh, things, yeah, those things. And so, but Deimos, meanwhile, is like, "I've got the blood. I'm gonna run." But he is hit by three. He is hit by the three daughters, and with three different heat vision, and dies. Because the, the even the, um, the um, shield, the uh, belt yeah. shield, can't protect him from that much. Did you force. did you think right away that he was dead? Yeah. I was hopeful yeah, I that the assume, shield I would be assume, enough to save him, but I figured it wasn't likely. I assumed he was dead. Maybe not from like a, maybe not in the way that the show maybe presented it. But I was like, but if Wind, I figured like if Wind got hit with one heat vision, but and then got thrown up against a wall and got knocked out, three heat visions like right. that's that's a yeah. that's a lot. They telegraphed it right by showing us showing us that like that it it does it does override the shield to a certain degree. So like. You know, triple that, and it's it's got to be lethal, right? Right, but it's just like you said; it's like Kevlar; like it can only stop so much. Right, right. Yeah. So it's a good point. So, um, Kara ends up giving the blood to Selena, uh, you know, just because it you know makes it all easy. But then it, you know, breaks and stuff. But that that doesn't seem to matter, does it? Apparently it doesn't not. Seem to matter. Nope. Selena so thinks she knows what is ailing Sam. Because the Harunel doesn't work, and so she thinks she knows what is. She thinks she knows what's going on. Uh, Jean and um, Myron continue doing their thing, and you know it's time to push past the pain and come to terms with being awesome and blah blah blah, all that stuff. That stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Selena ends up back at her little base, and she gives the new rain her blood, and I guess the dried blood. That was from her hand, yes? Yeah, and she also slices open her hand like they, you know, like like they do in TV and movies. To like, here, here's some more of my blood. I slice open my hand. 
and pour it on the fire, yeah. and it makes the fire the fire rises. Oh, very good. Now, because it's her blood, do you think that this reign is going to be incomplete because it's now tied to Selena in a different way? I th- my guess is that she did that because she knew that she had enough of the um, purity and pestilence blood on her hand already, and and. Sure, sure, sure. So, like, that makes the three pieces will be the rain, beauty, and pestilence things will all be there. And for some reason, she her blood will be in there too. I don't really understand that part, but okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's okay. Pseudoscience, like pseudoscience, pseudo witch science, pseudo witchy science. Um, so we learn about the fountains of Lilith, and we learn that you know there's a good and there's a bad, and that there's an ugly. You know the there's an ugly um and we learn that you know as rain gets stronger that sam is getting weaker and so to reverse it perhaps then you could get sam into one of the fountains of lilith because you know one who destroys will now give life that's the prophecy kind of thing and sam was rain but she's not rain anymore so she could give life where she was destroying it before it's all very you know water under the bridge you know the sun is upside down kind of thing so you know we'll see we'll get there i don't know what any of that means what i just said sun's getting real low the sun's getting real low pal sun the sun's upside down i don't know what that means (laughs) i don't really know either but uh yeah (laughs) anyway so what do you think that's gonna do you think it's gonna work i feel like it's gonna work because you know one episode left that's my i mean yeah that it has to right I guess, but the show's very. This show's very good about like taking what you think is going to happen, taking what you think is going to happen, and twisting it just a little bit. So like you, so maybe it does happen, but not exact. Not everything is as clean as we think. It won't be be. exactly what we think. I doubt it'll be exactly what we. I mean, like when is it ever exactly what we expect on this show? That's one thing that they're very good about. You know, is is mm-hmm. sort of faking you out and and setting one expectation and then totally subverting it. That's right. Do you think that? Do you think that uh, Sam is dead after this? Do you think that she's not going to last? <sighs> I mean, I've been debating that for for most of the season, and I keep going back and forth in my head. I <sighs> I think that she will. I I, I guess I, I I do think that Supergirl will save her. I do think that she will survive and and if she doesn't it'll be because she sacrifices herself you know for the planet like she was intent on she was talking about being a badass and saving the world and doing whatever it takes to save the world uh, you know for for her daughter's sake if it means saving saving ruby and saving the world and, and she makes the conscious choice that like she's going to i don't know she has the power within her or whatever to 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 kill rain by fusing back with her or whatever like that's those are the kinds of outcomes where I could see her dying. Short of that, I think she she survives. Hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, so if she survives, do you think she has a story past this season though? If she survives, yeah, I think it's because she's going to be in season 4. Right, but what do you think her story is? Because when characters like this survive, they need something to do in the next season. Yeah, so, and then I hope it's not like a like one of those I never really like it when they there's like, oh yeah, this character went through this trauma at the end of the season. Now the next, the the entire following season is just them like dealing with the fallout of the trauma. Like I, I never really, that's never really an interesting story. Like it's, it's very mm-hmm. rarely 
done in an interesting way. So if they can do it well, great. But I hope I kind of hope it's not that because it's rarely done well. Um, I would rather that she doubles down on her work at, at, at I almost said Luther Corp at L Corp. Um, and maybe she like digs into some of the rogue experiments that Lena's been doing and like uncovers some some like suspicious stuff. Ooh, that could be cool because now she is the one that is kind of giving us the evil, like the evil Luther side right. of Lena, uncovering it, and that that creates a bigger tension because they're also friends, right? And, and because some that of that suspicious be... stuff may have saved Sam, uh, Sam's life. Mm, that's a good point. That's really that's a really interesting way to go. I wonder if that's how they'll do it. Man, I love your brain. That's so good. It could be it could be a good story. It could be compelling. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so the daughters raise this new rain and they're like, We don't need Coville anymore. Boom, you're dead. Uh and that's all very sad. I mean they and literally rain just throw like, them aside. It, literally. And Rain is not distrusting is not the right word, but she's like, Okay, I'm back. Yeah. Being new. And regular, what's happening here? Yeah. So, um, and so basically, there Selena's like, "Yo, we're gonna cause some destruction, raise new Krypton and stuff. You good?" And I'm like, "Yo, I'm good. Let's <laughs> do this." Um, so Win is upset that Damos died. He kind of blames himself. You know, he trusted me that this was gonna work, and it didn't. But this is all, to me, this is this is all part of the the job. Like, it's you know what I mean. Like, they all knew what they signed up for. So. Yes, it didn't, you know, your belt didn't work the way that you exactly thought it was going to, but it it did save your own life, you know, and you didn't know that he was going to get hit with three heat visions. Right. Know there's like a lot of, there's a lot of ifs. So he wins blaming himself, but I don't blame Win. if that makes sense. I completely agree with that. Yes. Like I would feel guilty that, that someone depended on something I created and it couldn't save their life. Uh, like, so I understand his feeling guilty, but you know, James is also right that, Hey, you did invent something pretty remarkable here. Like it's still like you did your best. You just couldn't have known what was going to happen to him. There's no way you could have foreseen that. But I, but I do fully understand why when feels so mm -hmm. guilty. And speaking of things that, that have gone unforeseen, then the catastrophes, you know, the cataclysms really start to take hold and we see some glass missing out of the, the skyscraper and, you know, there's an up. 8.0, uh, 8.0, what do you call it, um, earthquake, earthquake happening and all over the globe, and uh, things are going to be crazy. So basically, Rain is flying, is, is am, I, am I right that like she's literally flying through the core of the Earth, like straight through to Madagascar? Yes, I believe that is, I believe that is correct. Crazy. Yeah, so she... Yeah, so my my understanding is that so like Sam is being hooked up to be saved, right? And then and mm -hmm. then rain attacks and it's all this destruction, which you know that they have to stop the reach and all this stuff and bad weather's happening because they're starting to terraform and Ray ha uh, rain has the the sword and she's flying to the core and um, Marin is kind of like if I go to the Nexus and bond with the Earth then I think I can stop this. And Jean is like, but you'll die. And he's like, but I'm dying anyway. Good stuff. It's very... Um... So, you know, if if he does this, which presumably he will, 
Um, that means that he will die without getting to pass on, like that's, finish. That's correct. Um, yeah, finish the process and pass on his memories to Jean, except for the what you know, however far he got. Mm-hmm. So that would be an interesting way of making it so, like, because if he, if Jean then knows all of Martian history and everything that his father knows and everything, it it's almost like for story reasons, for storytelling reasons, that's less interesting because like he can, he'll just have like a Rolodex brain of like, Oh yeah, there's this, there's that. Like he'll just know everything forever. Um, and he already is like almost all knowing. So I feel like this is an interesting way to prevent him from just being the deus ex machina forever Mm. of just like, Oh yeah, I know the answer to that. That's a, that's a great point. Really? Like what he doesn't know, if he knows everything, it's less interesting, but if he doesn't know some, some things because he couldn't finish the, the, um, the reach process with his father, that makes him more interesting going forward. And like, there are mysteries for him to solve rather than like just being all knowing. Right. Because a character that is all knowing is no longer interesting. Right. Mm. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. So we'll see where, where the last episode picks up because that's basically the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into the trailer and reviews, what like overall, what did you think of this episode? Overall, this was honestly a little bit underwhelming. Um, I do, I do like. So let me talk about the things I do like. I I really liked Win. I really really loved Olura in this episode. Mm-hmm. I was it was so. You asked me last. I think it was last week. You asked me, um, you know what what my thoughts on on Erica Durance's Olura were, and I paid more attention to her this week as a result. And um, one thing we didn't really talk about was when when she was. When Kara was talking through her hologram yep. to win an Alex, she did, she did a um, great Melissa Benoist. Yeah, she clearly like they clearly spent a lot of time like on her mirroring, like doing the scene the way Melissa would have mm-hmm. done it. Um, and and she did a phenomenal job with that. Like she captured her inflection and everything really, really well. So I give she's like the MVP for me of this episode. Um, I really, really enjoyed her. And I'm excited that she's on Earth. I'm sad that it means she's probably going to die. Um, but I'm excited that she's on Earth because we get a little more of her. And um, I just, I, I really, I really enjoy her. And and I thought she had a, a great performance this week. So um, I liked that. I liked Win with the utility belt stuff. I'm excited to see what other non-lethal tech he comes up with. And... Um, I just, I just, it, it was, it was a fine episode. You know what it is? It's that we were verging on some fantasy stuff with all the, the witches and everything. And it's a little bit swords and sorcery style. I mean, there's literally a sword, um, and, and sorcery actually. So it's, yeah, both of those things. Um, and as you know, that's not really my genre. So maybe that's why I don't care for it as much where I'm sort of like, I, what, but aliens, I came for the aliens. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I came for the aliens. So, um, so it's it's you know it's just not my my preferred genre necessarily that we're seeing here, but it's being done very well, um, and I I'm more excited. I was more excited by the end of the episode for the finale, um, that the the way they set it up, and it was like this is sort of finale part one, um, so I'm excited for the payoff next week, and um, I think I I, I really want to hear what our listeners thought about this episode. 
Um, I would really love, you know, any emails at supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. Um, some we might be able to read next week and some we'll save for a mailbag episode for the summer. So get us any and all thoughts you have on the whole on the whole season. But um, yeah, I really want to hear what folks think about, you know, is it just me with sort of my not not really caring for the swords and sorcery fantasy stuff or do other people feel the same way? I don't I don't know. I, I want to hear other people's opinions. I want to hear your opinion. Tim, what do you think? Um, well, I like sword and sorcery stuff, but it doesn't. The magic stuff of Krypton never really sits well with me because it it's like a sci fi fantasy mix. Um but it doesn't that doesn't really bother me. My thing more than anything is that rain doesn't really feel dangerous anymore. And so like with rain being back and even going to the core, I'm like, nah, they'll solve it. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel the stakes don't feel personal, so it doesn't when stakes don't feel personal, I, I think it's you know they're gonna win eventually. But I'm mm-hmm. so not sure. I'm not sure exactly who I'm supposed to be worried for. I guess. If, Interesting. But I don't know. Does that mean like you know like our Monel and Kara are gonna be like we do belong together, and then he dies? You know. You know. Uh, is Allura like? Is Allura gonna? Is no one? Gonna, you know what I mean? There's there's a lot of questions, but I don't. I don't have a sense of where it's going exactly. Maybe so that's maybe that's the where I'm I'm not totally positive how I should be feeling. I am I mean I'm excited for the finale, but this episode definitely felt like we got to put our pieces in place kind of thing. You know, like we needed mm-hmm. an episode to get us where we needed to be for the finale. Yeah, that's true. It's true. That's an interesting thing you just said about um that maybe because you don't know where it's going you don't know how to feel that i think that's a little bit how i feel too i feel a little bit like normally i have i'm excited about a couple of storylines and maybe there's kind of too many storylines happening like there's the personal relationships there's the you know whole like saving the world thing there's a few things happening and i don't know what i'm i'm sort of i don't know what to be invested in and what not to be i don't know there's sort of a lot happening and it's a little i feel scatterbrained Mm. about it well well yeah we'll find out right yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, I'm sure the finale will be good. It's always good. They do finales very well. Indeed. So, Frank, tell us where the people can find us before we talk about the trailer. Yeah, so like I said, you can find us at SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com. If you want to send us thoughts on um, the season as a whole or any particular things that struck you, we'll we'll, um, we'll definitely want to talk about them over the summer uh, in our mailbag episodes. So please, please send us those thoughts. Uh, you can tweet us at TV Supergirl. Uh, you can uh, find us on Instagram. Um, you can find the show anywhere podcasts are found, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, um, uh, Apple Podcasts, where you can leave us ratings and reviews. Please, four or five-star reviews are always welcome. Uh, even if you just you just tap the star button and, and leave us a, a quick rating without writing out a full review, that's okay. If you want to leave us your, your you know longer-form thoughts, that's, that's awesome, too. We'd love that. Um, you can do that there and on Overcast and everywhere else. Um, literally, I mean, anywhere you can find a podcast. We're on Spotify. That's pretty much it for you. If you're on Spotify, you're everywhere. So um, wherever you look, you'll find us. You cannot hide. Um, and, uh, of course, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com is where you'll find this show and all the rest of our shows, uh, like Beer with Geeks, like Academy Rewind, like Tolkien TV Talk, 
um, and, and many other fine podcasts that we are happy to create and have a blast doing. Exactly. Exactly, Frank. Such a good job, as always. So let's talk about the trailer, shall we? Hit me. All right. So Supergirl does not want to kill Rain. So we're going back to this, you know, like, I don't kill no matter what, even her, so on and so. So we're going back to this argument that we have not heard in a little while. So it's good to hear it again. Um, I wonder what the impetus for that is. Kind of like, well, the only choice before she gets to the core is to kill her. So I wonder... I wonder where that's going to play out. So I'm excited for that. And the Legion we know is returning. So that is also exciting. So there's some, there's some good stuff happening. Do you think that this season's going to end with Kara going to the future? Oh, with Kara going to the future. Interesting. Um, I feel like, I feel like if she does, there's implications for her and Monel. Like, I hope that we, that we eventually get, at some point, I don't mean immediately, but at some point, I, I do want to see Supergirl and Brainiac 5. Yes, sure. Well, not maybe not this Brainiac 5. I'm not really feeling their connection that way. Whether that happens now or later, I, I, I don't think I wanted to go to the future yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll, we'll find out. But Frank, that's the, that's the end of the episode. Yes, sir. Uh, cool. So then until next time, you say... Up, up, and away!